Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show with internet. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all of the places, or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She is Ashley Pickle. What's up, Ashley Pickle? Howdy. I also feel like saying like a show with internet is kind of one of those same things that, like, you know the rule of you don't say the words overtime in a press box mm-hmm. because it will happen. It's like, oh god, I hope this doesn't go to overtime because it's always going to do it. Or you don't say like the word lightning or rain when mm-hmm. you're out on the sideline. Like, I feel like that's this scenario. Okay. You should not say internet. Cause well, it you will, just it did, will just so that's go embarrassing. Out. Well, not like that, but that we have internet. Today is Friday, May 20th, 2022. <laughs> it's 520. Uh, <laughs> 188 days until Thanksgiving. That was, that was so... That shouldn't have been funny. It was just dumb. Yeah, like, yet, that was just yet, one of those that yet, I... I just want to punch you or something yeah this is a results oriented business <laughs> like you never had more of a punchable face than you did in that moment 188 days until thanksgiving uh do you want somebody who, uh whose birthday is turning their turning the spurs s- player no <laughs> whatever this turning 76 or 50 50 happy birthday to busta rhymes oh solid that was a good one He's who turned 50. 76 share Okay. Also Either one of them. One. You, there were no losers in that one, but Busta, Busta Rhymes, Rhymes pretty clearly in. the obvious choice. Happy birthday, Busta. Yeah, hitting the half century mark that's is right. uh, that's big. Big. big episode one thousand three hundred and ninety. Ooh, in ten episodes we'll be at episode fourteen hundred, and that's a round number. Uh, on today's show, folks, helpful Honda Mailback Friday. We got we're gonna answer your questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel. If you just want to talk about all the drama going on in the football world, we can just do that. Mm-hmm. So get your questions in on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all of the places that you can ask questions. Pickles scouring the comment sections for your questions. I really am. We will answer the best and of the best uh, there. If you go to Texas or go to the comment sections, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, uh, and we will get there. So do we have first four through the door, Mademoiselle? We sure do. It was Robert Legal, Aaron Arbuckle, Ed McElroy, and Tony Blaylock. Welcome in, fellas. Lots of capitalized yeets with exclamation marks. What have you done? <laughs> I started a... Movement. What have you done? Uh, okay, let's do this. Let's 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 pay some bills before we get onto this. Pickle, 
Did you know that 35% of college athletes quit their sport or transfer schools by the end of their sophomore year? That's because most high school athletes only consider athletics when picking a college. They skip over the other important factors like college major, location, scholarships, long-term goals. With so much to consider, how do you make sure you're choosing the right school? That's where Athletes to Athletes comes in. Athletes to Athletes is a college counseling program built specifically for student-athletes and their families. They provide a holistic approach to help you find the college program that best fits all of your needs, both on and off the field. Go to athletes2athletes.com slash DC today to schedule your free info session and see how they can help you find the best college program for you. That's athletes2athletes.com slash DC for our friends at Athletes to Athletes. By the way, it's the word two, T-O, and not yeah. like the number two. It's not yes. athletes to athletes. You know what I mean? Uh, it's athletes. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go back and screenshot that. There's this whole this whole show. Like, if you were to just take, if you were to actually commit to it and just make gifts of this show, mm-hmm. it would just be, it would be. It's incredibly it gifable. Very gifable show. It's mostly, it's mostly because of you and your Hawaiian shirts. All right, Pickle. That's party animals. It's time for Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday. The North Texas Honda dealers want to help you score some great deals on award-winning Hondas. Stop by your Helpful Honda dealer today or visit ntxhondadealers.com to learn more. Uh, so let's get into it. If you've got questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, anything you got, we've got a hard out at 1230, but we can answer your questions uh, if you go to uh, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. I guess Twitter, technically, if you want to ask a question on Twitter. Just at Ashley underscore Pickle 12. That's where I shall see it. She's always checking her menchies. Um, did you see the news? We'll talk about it on, on, on um, Monday with uh, headlines. But did you see the news this morning about uh, a friend of ours is quitting his job? Yeah, I did. Uh, so Good for him. Yeah, so Hebron <laughs> coach Brian Brazel. Friend of Dave Campbell's text football. Yeah. I would say a good friend of Dave Campbell's. We have text his football. Christmas card up on yes. our fridge. Yes. <laughs> he's always he's always around. Um but he has announced his retirement. Super uh, happy for After him. twenty-two years at Hebron, he of course led them to a state championship in two thousand and five. Uh he has put a number of uh players into the NFL too. Like Jamal Adams played for him and, and stuff like that. There's a there's a if you want to talk about a pipeline from high school to the NFL, uh Hebron was uh, was certainly is certainly one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh we certainly wish him the best. Matt our own Matt Sepp broke the news. Uh, and he said he's going to be taking a new administration role in uh, a different school that should be announced later today. So we'll find out where he lands. But uh, but we're thrilled for him. Uh, you know, we uh, Hebron is now open. That's a good job. He's the only coach Hebron's ever had. He's been the coach since 2000. Yeah. And, and imagine this: he starts he starts the um, he starts the program in 2000. They go 0 and 10, like most first year programs do. They're uh-huh. bad, right? 0 and 10. They got outscored 335 to 335 to 51 that year. Okay, Oof. rough. Oof. Uh, since then, he has gone 152 and 87 with a state championship. Yeah, there. I mean, there. That run from 04 to 07 was pretty pretty remarkable. I love their facilities and everything. It's in a great yeah. part of the DFW too. That's a that's mm-hmm. a job that I think is incredibly yeah. interesting. They won big shoes to fill though. They won seven on seven last year. They did didn't win they? seven on seven last year. That's right. Remember they had a number of outstanding because the kid did the backflip like and they're gonna afterwards have, and it was the most impressive thing. <laughs> and they're gonna have a really good team this year too. Which yeah, because all those kids were really young, mm-hmm. especially their like their skill position kids. They were all really long, young. Last yeah. year, so you're walking uh, into a job. Anyway, Hebron, the Hawks are looking for a, co- uh, a, a coach as uh, a 
Coach Brian Brazel has announced his retirement after a 22-year career there. Okay, okay, let's get to your questions about high school football, college football recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, etc. Pickle, do we have any questions? If Saban and Jimbo met in a WWE match, what would the stipulation be? That's an excellent question. <laughs> um, I think you've got a few different options. Wrestling. I think you got a few different options. For obviously, it needs to be no disqualification. You got to be able to yes. do whatever you want. I mean, you got to be able to put them through a table if you want to, et cetera, et cetera. I think you've got three different options here. The first option is a cage match. You got to put a cage. Nobody can escape. You got to fight it. You got to fight it out here. I've also I also think that like there's a different kind of cage match, and I'm not up to speed on what it is, but it's like you can't. It's not an escape the cage match because oh, okay. normally in in a cage match, I I, I don't want to tell you how this works but mm-hmm. in a cage match you can win by either pinning your opponent or leaving the cage escaping the cage gotcha um there's a different one where you can it, there's no escape like there's a roof on it like you have to um, pummel them. yeah <laughs> uh so you just have to fight uh i i think a cage match would be one of them uh i think that an inferno match would be excellent where you have to light your opponent on fire to win that would be great. Um, and the third one... I love the idea of someone putting someone through a table, but that's just a generic thing that, that goes through my brain. Match. I know. That can happen But I'm just match. saying, regardless of what it is, someone needs to be put through a table. But my actual answer would be an I quit match. I don't know what that is. An I quit match is a match in which the only way that you can win is to force your opponent to say, I quit. Which means... Oh, I quit. Yes. I thought you said, I quit. And no, I was I like, quit. I don't know what that is. Uh, <laughs> yes. So you have to submit them to the point that they quit, at which point I think that would be a legally binding verbal contract <laughs> that either Nick Saban or Jimbo Fisher would have lose to their job. Their, would lose their job. <laughs> That's what I would be here for. Um, I think so. So Fisher's bigger. Fisher is bigger. Fisher also is 14 years younger. He's also younger. Like, I don't know, man. Nick Saban is a little bitty dude, and he's frail. Yeah, I don't think so. I think he's a powerhouse. I think you're wrong. I think he yeah. is. I think he is. I think he's small, but I think that he is like he'd be like, squirmy. He'd be. I think he'd be very difficult to, to beat. I um, also don't know. I think he's if, also like hyper competitive. Yeah, and I don't so know. I think if Jimbo he'd, is he'd like bite your ankles and stuff. <laughs> That's, I can see that happening. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know how how hard is fifty six hitting Jimbo like. Is he in a good 56, or is it like a, a bad 56? That's a good question. He looks like he's in an okay shape, but yeah. like he also only wears like the big... Baggy. Like big baggy stuff, yeah. so like, you know... It's hard to tell. Yeah. Like, you, you get a very accurate reading on how small Saban actually is, like he's I like know, genuinely tiny. Yeah, like, but, I think I'm taller than him. Yeah, but he Let's also see, is pretty clearly he? pretty fit. Do you yes. know what I mean? He's pretty pretty fit. Like, we know what Cliff Kingsbury looks like. Do you know what I mean? Because oh, Cliff yeah. Kingsbury wears, like... Yeah, I'm taller shirts. than Nick Saban. He's only 5'6". He's 5'6"? He's, I mean, he's a little guy. I'm telling little you. Little fella. Yeah, but he's, he's squirrely. That's true. He's squirrely. I think he'd be a difficult matchup. Yeah, in um, the in the booth, you would consider it scrappy. A scrappy player. Yeah, very scrappy. Mm-hmm. Very, you know, plays bigger than his frame. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Plays anyway. with big heart. Yeah. All right, what's next? <laughs> um, this was the other one, and this, we don't have to, like, talk about this, but they said, when Saban and Fisher is settled, who gets custody of Lane Kiffin? <laughs> Which, have you? I took a deep dive through Lane Kiffin's Twitter last night. Usually that's a Twitter so that I try to Lane avoid, um, but it was funny last night. Here's the thing about Lane Kiffin. I have long, long been a Lane Kiffin detractor. Um, I think he's a guy who 
Well, let me be clear. The college football world and the football world writ large, especially the football coaching world, when you get up into the college and, and, and pro ranks, is extremely... There's a lot of uh, incestuous stuff there. It's a lot of people hiring their brother's friend or something like that. It's all, um, you know... Uh, what's the word where you hire somebody you're, you're, um, uh, you're related to? I don't know. I didn't know there was like a um, nepotism. That's yeah, it. yes. Uh, it's very nep. There's a lot of nepotism mm-hmm. in it. And Lane Kiffin, if you don't know, is is the son of Monty Kiffin, who is a legendary coach. And for a long, long time, Lane Kiffin, I felt like was failing upward. Oh he yeah, he rode the coattail. And it was just like, oh, he kept getting good jobs, kept getting good jobs. But a, I think he's developed into a pretty decent coach. Not a great mm-hmm. coach. Not as great as he would have he would have you believe. But he's just developed into a pretty good coach and b if you want to talk about a guy who i think social media has raised his profile mm-hmm. and raised his opinion of, of my opinion of him uh he's a guy who i think is really like getting to know his personality and how petty he is mm-hmm. i'm like oh man i'm into this mm-hmm. so uh, lane kiffin gets a begrudging thumbs up from me after years and years of me thinking that he was uh a, a total fraud but he's yeah not. but Anyway, it is fun to see him like on the sideline, just like lobbing grenades and stuff. Oh like that. yeah, I no, that. I got to kind of like I wouldn't say personally know him very well, but when his time at FAU was when I was at North Texas, so there was a lot of conference USA media days. We went to the conference championship at FAU in 2017, so it was a lot of sitting there listening to him, and then yeah, the but his Twitter was quite. It has been extremely fun to watch along as all of this chaos yeah. has been ensuing. It's been great. It's, it's been, been really great. good. Um, um, hey, Harry Styles released a new album. That doesn't do anything to me. Oh, okay. Um, now, I'm sure there would be people out in the office that you should test that. Like Mallory? I don't know. I don't think Who's in the that, Harry Styles? I, I, w- I would bet Emma is, to be honest. Or if Amanda was here, I don't think she is. I think that she would be one. Um, ish. Ish. Big Harry Styles guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Um, all right. Let's see. Where is Shiner just Doug Brooks playing this fall? Someone said Kingsville? Yeah, he's at A&M Kingsville. Um, he, landed, he landed at A&M Kingsville. He was, he was kind of uh, trying to find a few different places. From what I understand, um, he was, he was kind of sorting through a bunch of different offers. I, I think Kingsville came to him with a, a, a plan for him to develop him in a way that he wanted to. I think he... I th- I don't know this for a fact. I haven't talked with Doug Brooks. I think he'd still like to play a little bit of running back. Yeah. And I think places that were offering him that were maybe bigger weren't going to offer him that and no. weren't going to give him that, that opportunity. And so I think at, at Kingsville, he'll have that opportunity. And furthermore, I think it's one of those things that he can help to raise his stock and then maybe transfer and stuff like that. If, if the transfer portal weren't the case, uh, didn't exist, Doug Brooks might be somewhere else. But mm-hmm. I think he's probably looking at a longer-term solution of saying, I'm going to go to a Kingsville, I'm going to kind of retrench my stock, and then I'm going to uh, you know move on to a, another place. Yeah, Would he could do some damage guess. there, too. I hope oh they gosh, I hope yes. they put him on. He's going to be the guy. Can you imagine? Remember what I was talking about, about how a Kingsville has to go? I think they're going to Canada to play that conference mm-hmm. game with Simon Frazier. Can you imagine these Canadian kids and <laughs> Doug Brooks walks <laughs> off the bus? The stiff arm heard around the What's world up? is just going to play as he walks into Canada. <laughs> Like, if there's any issues in customs, he's just going to show them that stiff arm from the title game in 2020. What's up, you maple syrup-loving hosers? (laughs) Let's get to work. 
I just I need a I need I welcome need, to Texas. I need I need Doug Brooks to to do something to those Canadians. Yes, I just need that to happen. I need <laughs> and to be clear, there are a lot of American players on the Simon Fraser roster. It's not just it's not like entirely comprised of Canadians, but in this movie, it, it is. is definitely comprised of Canadians. <laughs> and it's like and never like seen the good like old boy, like the. Hey, uh, you yeah. know, like, oh, oh hey, do you know, hey, the kings hey. of the Havelinas. I'm so, so happy you guys are here. Oh, my God. Nice to meet you. That's a big boy. Oh, look at you. We don't have people like you. That's what I, that's what I picture. Apologies to Matt Stepp. Um, yeah, all right. What's next, Pickle? Uh, are there any high school teams in Texas running the single wing, single wing offense? Ooh. I would think so. Not at the top of my head. Maybe not in its purest no, form. No, 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 no. But no. some sort of hybrid. Like the wing T has really t- like like the, they've moved from single wing to the wing T. Yes, which is a lot more I think sustainable. Mm-hmm. Um, because it just it's gives easier you, to it, teach it gives too, you, and it gives you more options. Yeah. It gives you more more ways to to beat a team. What I will say is that you do see, I think a fair number of teams have a package. Mm-hmm of single wing or what ends up being like it, it may end up being a trick play or it may end up being just like a specialized yeah. package for like third and short or something like that you'll see teams drop into the single wing every once in a while but i wouldn't say it's but I, no as far as like uh as far as like a, a that's our base standard offense. base offense no i don't i don't recall i would love to be proven wrong because i'd love to sit and watch a, t- a team run single wing for 48 minutes that'd make me really happy but like off the top of my head it's not super I sustaining. don't think so. It's it's really <laughs> kind of the book is out on the single wing. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of know how to stop it, and so the wing T makes a lot more sense. It gives you more options, and it's more multiple. So uh, I don't think so uh, is my answer to that. Um, but I'd love for like Miles to be running the single <laughs> wing or something like that. You do have it's 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 different, obviously. Six-man teams, if they run a tight formation, yeah, it can sometimes like resemble a single wing. Mm-hmm. Um, if they run a tight formation, that's the closest thing that you can get to it right now. I think. Yeah, it, and that's Unless one I'm really of, just blanking on somebody. It's just like reading through the six-eight capsule or the six-man capsules. Like even the obviously like the positions are different too, so it's really hard to put a pinpoint on exactly what they're running almost right, right. <laughs> like it, it everything resembles something but it's not actually what it is fundamentally yeah exactly like you know look if you wanted to so like okay so one of the standard one or one of the, the popular offenses in six-man football is called the jaybird offense mm-hmm it's single wing ish it's <laughs> tight it's i think you would call it more like an unbalanced offset eye formation is how sure. I would kind of phrase it <laughs> in that you're going to have like center tight end wide receiver and then you have the quarterback behind the center mm-hmm. and then up opposite way of the tight end you'd have the fullback and then you'd have a, a, a tailback and so that's I don't know you have you're, you you got to squint it's like it's single nub almost yeah, it's not a full gotta, wing but a you nub gotta squint. Uh, <laughs> but you could squint and say that's a single wing, wing I guess. Uh, yeah so that's that's the most over, that's the the answer to your question is probably no, no probably but. <laughs> no, but I'd love to, I'd love to see him. What's next? Um, someone asked, well, what Texas high school football coaches are shorter than Ashley, which is me? Um, a lot. Like I'm, you're tall. I'm pretty tall. Like I'm five. I, I, okay, I don't look it in this thing. Part of that is because I'm three fourths legs, but I'm like five eight. Like I'm not by any means a short girl. So there, there are a lot of coaches that. No, you're you're. 
Yeah, you're. If we're not, if they're not awesome. shorter than me, then they're. Yeah, that's it. I am Amazonian woman. You are. That's that's me. Because well, because you know, um, you know, my wife is. Candace, my I, wife. I have tiny wife. Oh yeah, dude. My wife's five foot. All my best friends that are girls are Aspen's small. so short. Well, Randy is tall. Um, yeah, my best friend Aspen. I mean, Mallory's really short. I take pictures next to him, and it's like yeah. I've always said that too. Like when it comes wedding time, eventually, like all my bridesmaids, it's gonna look like a mama wow. duck and then a little ducklings. Like it's just gonna be me and then. What an assumption. Oh, that I could ever get married. You know what? All right. Fair. Shoot your shot, I guess, you know. <laughs> Throw it out there in the universe. Ask the universe. We're and, manifesting you know. it, aren't we? Yeah, we're, ma- we're to manifest. <laughs> manifest Friday is what it is. Um, all right. Uh, what's next? Yeah, the single wing thing is throwing me off. I keep thinking about You're it. You're racking your of, brain. I'm trying to think. Like, like, how many questionnaires have I looked at? It's like, what does... Okay, so... Yeah. Let me look this up. What does Roosevelt, Lubbock Roosevelt, say they run? Because mm. there's... That would probably be the closest... There's... I think there are offenses that are similar to that. Let me see. That's Dallas Roosevelt. Lubbock Roosevelt says that they run the flex bone, mm, which okay. I guess, yeah. Now they've got. You some, see a lot and of that. And there's a lot. Of, I mean, there's, there's single. I mean, look, it's all, it all. There's all elements of the single wing in those yeah. types of offenses. But as far as a pure single wing, I just Mm-mm. can't think of one. I, you know stupid spread well that's just like the thing like you that's a very singular like a singular thing like you said there's not a lot of options and it's kind of i don't know i just feel like there's obviously teams that run the slot t and they do that because there's a ton of options and it's very specific there's just you can't you can't get that okay yeah it's weird we could start a, a I'd run the team single wing and run the single wing <laughs> we should have a dave campbell's flag football league yes all right what's next Will NIL be the end of the NCAA? I don't see them coming up with enforceable rules. Okay, so this is we're going to get into it. This is on today's episode of Let's Get Into It. Um, <laughs> yeah, at least uh, the NCAA as we know it will be over. Mm-hmm. This will end it because <laughs> because what'll happen? Because here's what's going to happen um, in some sort of timeline is that they're going to come down and they're going to they're going to say. We want this to. We, we want to enforce these types of rules. These are the way that you, we think you should be able to do nil, right? You should do that. At which point, Alabama. Oh, I'll pick. I'll pick on Alabama. No, we've been picking on Alabama a lot. Everyone's Florida. On Florida. Alabama. Florida is going to say, "Why should I, an extremely rich school with a giant fan base that brings in millions and millions and millions of dollars, play by the same rules?" as Akron. Mm-hmm. Why should I play by the same rules? Mm-hmm. To which the NCAA is going to say, because you're in the NCAA. Right. To which Florida is going to say, well, what if I wasn't? Mm-hmm. It's the same and, thing Ish said yesterday with the Alabama compared to UAB. Mm-hmm. Just doesn't make any sense. Doesn't It doesn't. <laughs> um, and so what's going to happen, at least as college football is concerned, is that is that the Power Five... The group, like the Power Five, is going to splinter off, and they're going to create their own league, run by the college football playoff. Because remember, the college football playoff is not in the NCAA. No, that's not, that's a different organization. Completely different. They're going to go. We're just going to go work for them. We're going to go. We're going to play in their league where we can make our own rules. Um, and the NCAA, and and then the question is going to be: Does the NCAA just stay with group? What is now Group of Five football? Does Group of Five? try to do their own thing furthermore is there a splintering further of the group of five in that Mm -hmm. because let's be honest 
the SEC and the Pac-12 are not the same. No. They're not the same as far as on-field. They're not the same as far as revenue. Mm -hmm. They're not. And so at some point, Florida is going to take that one step further and they're going to say, yeah, we certainly shouldn't be in the same bucket with Akron. Should we be in the same bucket with Oregon State? Mm -hmm. At which point, maybe you have the Super League, which is something that I've thought is coming for a while. Mm -hmm. You're going to have that, that what you're going to end up doing is going to have the SEC as it exists today. Maybe it'll run teams like Vanderbilt and Missouri out of the paint. But teams like the SEC. Mm Mm-hmm. The t- SEC, they're going to add in uh, Clemson. They're going to add in Ohio State. Um, Ohio State. They're going to add in Michigan. Yeah. They're going to add in um, Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. They're going to add in maybe USC. Mm-hmm. They're going to add in, you know. They're literally going to go yeah. pluck the power nexuses go take, of each conference. They're going to go and they're going to grab the teams that are the most the, have the highest revenue. Mm-hmm. That are they're, they're, they're the richest programs. Mm-hmm. And they're going to say, why don't you come play in our pool? Our pool's awesome, and we get to make our own rules. And they're going to go negotiate their own TV deal mm-hmm. and play their own league. And that'll be that. Um, well, yeah. it's like, I, I mean, think now, now this was a long time coming because the NCAA is full of buffoons. Uh, so the NIL is only like the, the fuse was already laying there, mm-hmm. it existed. It's just that NIL lit it. Well, and I think, too, to a certain degree, it lit it for the general population. Like, we, I feel like people around college athletics and the NCAA have known that for a long time, but I don't think necessarily Johnny Schmohawk, normal Texas fan, recognized that per se. Yeah. You know, they're focused on their team and maybe their, you know, the Big 12 or an SEC fan is just focused on their team in the SEC, but they're not looking at it as a grandscape that reaches across the entire nation. Yeah, you're exactly So NIL forced everybody... It forced everybody to, to it recognize forced everybody it. to say the quiet part out loud. Yeah. Like, the quiet part out loud, which is, yeah, guys, these athletes should be paid. Mm-hmm. And, like, we should be... Like, the long-term f- solution to this is, like, one of these teams, like... um one of these teams is just going to say, you know what? Our football players are employees of the university. Mm-hmm. They are. And we're going to pay them as employees. And we're going to treat them as employees, which mm-hmm. means we can fire them yep. and things like that. Uh, they're employees. And so as a result, we're going to treat them as employees. At which point, the NCAA is going to say, well, you can't do that. To which they're going to say, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. How are you going to they us? And if they start trying to, to force them out, then they'll be like, well, let's go take our own ball and go home. Mm-hmm. That's coming. I'm like, I'm not trying to be some sort of alarmist. I'm telling you, this is the, I see the railroad track. <laughs> railroad track ain't changing. Mm-mm. It's that way. And it's heading towards this way where, where football is going to splinter in a bunch of different ways. The days of, the days of, of, of Western Kentucky and, mm-hmm. and, Ohio State being in the same league and competing for the same well, championship it, ostensibly, yeah. like theoretically, those are numbers. And you said it. I mean, you said it too. It this goes even further than just the the powers versus the other people that are in the bigger conferences. Still, this goes as far. If you're going to tell me that, I mean, using two Texas teams, two group of five Texas teams, if you're going to tell me that SMU and Rice are at the same level of competing of their facilities of ev- literally everything they're not they're mm-hmm. they're just not <laughs> and they're both group of five schools this yes. isn't comparing texas and rice or a&m and utep those are two s- group of five schools 
Yeah, that's right. And there's still a massive gap. Right. Anyway, there's that. So, you know, <laughs> what a what a fun what a fun conversation. I don't know. It's like I don't know. We'll still play college football. Like oh, yeah. there will still be football on your TV. Uh, but it's like, going to be different. Like I hate to say it, but like UTEP is not going to be in the same category as Texas. Mm-mm. It's just not. Now we can make an argument that they aren't right now, but like the NCAA treats them differently. Uh, right now they try to t- treat them treat them the same, mm-hmm. even though they're not. And that's just that's just changing. That's going to change. It's there's too much money involved, and there's and 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 NIL opened the door for that. So anyway. We have an ender, like a nicer ender. We do. Yeah, good. What's your favorite joke? Are you gonna don't do it? <laughs> we need to get him on. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was we like, you can't. Groups. That that was kind of the primary purposes of leaving this for the end is because we need groups on, and I want we a full book, we need to book vignette of him the doing moth joke. the moth joke. The moth joke's my favorite joke. <laughs> The moth joke, and it's well, not the joke. If, if you want, it's it is. It is a joke. It, no, it, is, it a joke. is a joke. I'm saying the joke is not why it's your favorite joke. It's the human, the beautiful, beautiful human that tells the joke. It's, it's that makes it your favorite joke. Um, it's it's the the moth joke is spectacular. Norm Macdonald said it. Um, it is a long and rambling multi-minute dark Pointless. comedy about a about a moth um and but it's uh michael gruber tells it better than anyone Mike, uh yeah norm Macdonald s- said it best mm-hmm. but now the joke belongs to michael gruber and yeah. we need to get grooves on so grooves i'll contact your agent because i know you have <laughs> one because he he's the music director of the rangers and stuff but we need to get him on yes my favorite joke is a moth joke if you want it spoiled for you you should just go to youtube and google but don't norm Macdonald moth joke please don't you have to let groove say it we'll get him on um yeah anyway it's gonna do it for us thanks for spending <laughs> a little bit of your day with us follow us on twitter at dctf we have five shows this week Follow us on Twitter at DTTF, like us on Facebook. A record. <laughs> Tied for the record. Also on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Gamble's, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com for the Hawaiian shirt clad Ashley Pickle. Yeah. Big Fat Party show your Animals. Hawaiian shirt one more time. Yeah, Big Fat Party Animals. Woo! I'm Greg Tupper, Vince Young, please meet your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you Monday on Texas Football Today.